Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. Each week we pick out a town that has the most listeners and work our way down the list. And uh, due to a recent explosion of listeners in Fairfield, Iowa, this Friday we're talking about Fairfield, Iowa. On the phone with us is a 40-year resident of Fairfield, Dick DeAngelis. Uh, welcome to the program, Dick. Thanks a bunch, Round Guy. I appreciate you having me. So uh, um, just tell us about the... Uh, Tell us about Fairfield through your eyes and why you came there and what you liked about it and how it's changed and maybe improved in your lifetime. Well, I'll just give it to you the way I, I know it. And, uh, you know, Fairfield to me is a perfect kind of uh, uh, example of the kind of place that I want to be. And that's why I love it here so much. It's uh, I brought up, we had all our five kids here and, and brought them all up here. Uh, it's, a wonderful conservative town and got conservative qualities that I like. You can feel safe in the town. You can have your, you know, people know each other and, and support each other. Uh, I can't tell you how much, uh, how many examples I have of that, but just, just the kind of play. I remember one of my daughters was riding her bicycle and she was going to go to the golf range in town. There was a little golf range that she was going to help out with. And she was probably 10 years old or 11 years old. And all of a sudden I get a call. She, she, I know where she was going. I knew the route, but she just took off, you know? And all of a sudden I get a call about 10, 10 day, uh, 10 out, gosh, darn it. 10 minutes later. And it was a person saying, hi, Dick, you don't know me, but I'm, Ethel, etc., and your daughter Laura had a little fall on the road, and I said, "Oh my goodness, where are you? I'll get ready." She goes, "You're okay. You don't need to. I don't think you need to come. She's all right." And I, I got her a little band aid and a little Bactine and and kind of uh, scrubbed it up. It's just a little scrape, and uh, there are a couple of tears, but now she's doing great, and she wants to keep on going to the golf range. And her bike's in good shape and everything's all right. And she goes, if it's all right with you, I'll tell her, you know, it's okay. I think it's okay, but I'll leave it up to you. I wanted to call you. You're the parent. And I just thought, what a great town I live in that somebody would do that. Take the time to call me. Give me their assessment of what's going on. So I said, do you mind if I talk to her? I talked to her. She was, dad, I'm okay. I just wish she <laughs> just fell. And I said, it's okay. I said, if you need me, this was, by the way, before cell phones, so it tells you kind of a while back. But I'm uh, that's the town I live in. Now, once in a while, you'll see me on Facebook, and I'll, I'll be riding my tricycle. I'm a really big guy. I ride down the street in town, and I let people know kind of what it's like. And the town is, uh, you know, it's got beautiful trees in it. It's got nice uh, homes. People take care of their place. It's all those qualities. But then it's got something else going on. It's got this university called Maharishi International University. And in there, everybody does transcendental meditation. And they're into sustainable agriculture and so on. And a lot of the people who go there stick around and stay around and, and are part of the town, just like they did when they used to be at Parsons College here. Uh, but 50 years ago almost, I think it's 47 or 48, this Maharishi University came. Everybody still thinks of it as a new college, but it's been around almost 50 years. And those people are, are settling in town. And I know this because I was one of those people. 40-some-odd years ago, my wife and I graduated, and my you got married at the chapel there. 
And uh, we, we went back to my hometown in New Jersey for about a year. And we said, you know what? We liked it better in Fairfield. It's just good people there. So we came back. I started a few businesses that ended up being quite successful. I made a lot of money. I lost a lot of money. <laughs> I had a good time. I, I had a great time bringing up my kids here. And now my wife and I are, are empty nesters. We live in a smaller home uh, in town. And we love it here. The people are kind and good. And yet there's things like they have, I don't know, at one point they were saying the most um, restaurants per capita, you know, some of the, one of the top numbers in the state. Why? Because all these people, there's like several Indian restaurants and Thai restaurants and all these different things in this town in the middle of Iowa. Why? Because of this really interesting university brings with it a real diverse group of people and people who are really interested in settling here. We have a great uh, convention center, uh, almost brand new. I mean, it feels like it's brand new. It's actually now what, 10, 15 years old. But uh, and with it, a, a 500 plus seat theater with top notch shows here. We have uh, great shops. We have a fabulous new um indoor pool and uh, uh, recreational facility. We've got a lot of the most, you know, where a lot of small towns are kind of faltering and chopping up, Fairfield's managed to do very well because it's got this blend. It's got a blend of conservative and, and what I'd say more progressive. It's got, it's got a couple of uh, solar energy companies coming out of here. You know, people who are running businesses right from the cafe. It's got one of the best cafes in all of Iowa, Cafe Paradiso, as well as other places, Starbucks and this and that. But it's got like that guy has has attracted a huge group of people because they got really, really good coffee, really high high quality coffee. I love Fairfield because of the people. The, the farmer's market here is fabulous every Saturday, and then they have it on Wednesday afternoons during the summer and through the fall. And uh, and even in the winter, they keep it going. It'll be at the uh, uh, basement of the entrance level of the old Presbyterian Church this year. And they have that are farmers that are farming even inside. So you get like fresh lettuce and all these things throughout the winter. It's really crazy. Lots of fun. Um, good shows, good people. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing for me is you can find a place that you can work out of. I do, as you know, filmmaking and I can do it right from Fairfield. My internet service is high speed. Uh, I can, I can get a lot done here. Um, no, there's no oceans. I got to give you that. But then again, when there's flooding all over Iowa, there's no flooding because there's not a major river coming through here or anything. And I kind of like that. Well, uh, anything else you got to ask me about Fairfield? So uh, you got a, a pretty historical golf course there and two Carnegie yeah. libraries. Can you talk about that? Yeah, well, uh, golf course is the first one west of the Mississippi that, that got started, private course. Um We've got two courses. We've got the Fairfield Golf and Country Club, a private course, and then we got Walton Club, which is kind of what I would call in between a private and a, and a public course. You know, people can come and golf. Really good courses. Uh, they got 
great sports for both kids and adults all over. I played softball for years and years and years here. It was tons of fun. The library here is top notch. And we had a library here for since the beginning of the town. The library was started here in the 1870s, and it was funded by Andrew Carnegie. He used to fund libraries all over the country, but the first ones that he funded outside of his hometown of Pittsburgh was in Fairfield, Iowa. He funded uh, one because of his connection to a senator, a, a U.S. senator who came from Fairfield named James Wilson. He's good friends with him, and Wilson said, we need to really get a good library going. He said, I'll, I'll put in the money, and uh, you guys build the library. That library is now home to the um, Carnegie Historical Museum. It's a wonderful museum that just got a big renovation and is doing some really great work in town. So, you know, we've got the history in this town. As you know, those are the films that I I work with. So we share them with people. A lot of the, our square is one of the most beautiful squares in all of Iowa. It's really gorgeous. If you want to come somewhere in Christmas time, come to the Fairfield Square. You'll see gorgeous um, Christmas decorations and the town lit up so beautifully and music going, Christmas music and so on. In the summer, it's filled with roses all the way up and down. It's a big gazebo in the middle of the town square and a beautiful park. And people have lunch and sit and have coffee in the morning. It's a really wonderful place. Yeah, Fairfield so, was, was one of the towns that really revived their downtown district when it was uh, kind of dying off a lot of places. And even now through the pandemic, although there are some empty places, of course, in every town, uh, they're constantly looking for ways to make sure that the square is full. They know that that's a, a sign of a, of a healthy town and got a great city council works well together from a diverse group of people. The thing I love about this town is it's got a lot of different kinds of people and they all get along. Do they all agree on everything? No, they don't. I mean, nobody does. But they get along and they work together. I wish there was more of that in Washington, D.C. You know, but what our Fairfield works because of that. And there's a lot of people who are dedicated to making it work, even with people who might not agree with them on everything. But they all agree that they love this town and want it to be the place that people want to bring up their kids, well, grow let's talk as individuals, and, and be able to retire here also. Let's talk about uh, both places to work and this uh, places to work out and this rec center. And uh, I see you have a new water slide. And but there's some uh, Fairfield's always been known a pretty solid manufacturing town. And I know they have is. a lot of ironwork companies and uh, some agricultural injection companies. And could you speak a little bit to that? Well, I can't tell you a, a lot about each place. I'm not that's not my field. But I can tell you after meeting a number of the people who run those places, they're dedicated to making sure that not only they stay there, but they, the, in, the industrial group of people, they work really closely together with each other. And a lot of them provide resources for each other. So uh, there'll be a place who makes the parts and a place who puts them together and a place, you know, and they all work uh, in conjunction with each other. And they, a matter of fact, when I actually did some research on it, I found out they not only work together now, but they actually brought each other to the town. So one of them started out coming off of another company, and then they said, hey, you guys are one of our big suppliers. Why don't you move your operations to Fairfield? We can work better together. We'll be a bigger customer of yours. Guy goes, okay, we'll do it. And now you've got 
that working, uh, them working together. So they make the part, they paint the part, they coat the part, and they assemble the parts. It's, it's really amazing things, and that's that's just for one of the companies uh, I know. <laughs> and so, um, you know, you, it, it, one of the things that uh, one of the people who visited here in the 1920s said about Fairfield, he said, if I want to say one thing about Fairfield, it's balance. So there are towns that are kind of like, okay, we've got a meat processing plant. That's our big place. We got a state prison here. That's our big claim to fame. Fairfield's got a balance. It's got agricultural. It's got um, industry. It's got education. And it's got a, a, a healthy retail part of town, okay? And the reason why that's – and then it's all supported by – by companies who are successful, like um, uh, Cambridge is an uh, investment company. And a big to employer, quite, too. Quite, uh, and, and, and what's really interesting is Cambridge is one of the big fund uh, funding supporters. That's why they call it the Cambridge uh, Recreational Area there. And I, I, got the, I forgot the full name, but it's got, they got their name on it. Why? Because they, they kicked in. And the whole town kicked in to make that happen. And but but Cambridge really kicked in what was needed to really take them over the top, yep. and that's what you get. You got a bunch of people who are committed to the town, not just living in it. Or okay, we'll be here as long as we get some tax benefits or this and that. And that's the difference between the kind of companies that are here. That's why the people who work for these companies, they 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 stick around. They stay with the companies. We'll, we'll they talk, provide. Talk about some of the opportunities that the Cambridge. Uh facility presents to recreation in Fairfield? Well, I don't know a lot about the new facility. I've been there several times, but I, to be honest with you, I'm getting a little older, but I will tell you they have a, a maybe you can tell me a little more, but they have a great uh, gym f- f- um, uh, facility. They also have a beautiful indoor pool with not only lap and, and so on, but also a huge recreational area in that pool. So slide and so on that that people love going to kids love to go. You want to have places where the kids love to, to uh, be. And then that's why they stay in their hometown. That's why they stay active. They're not bored. There's always something to do. And that's what, what happens in a place like uh, the Cambridge recreational facility. I know you can play pool there or you could, they've got a place you can walk indoors, you know? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Laps and all that stuff. Yeah. It's important so in a cold weather place like Fairfield. Well, so, one of the things that I like is, you know, I love, for example, going to concerts and stuff. I love bands and all that. And I go to that cafe Paradiso and at night, for years now since the pandemic they kind of slowed down a little but now they're picking up again there's four or five or six locations where there's open mics and uh you know uh, you hear local bands come in and at cafe paradiso i used to go there and hear all kinds of great bands even you know uh names that were that are known around the country and they would stop it. And I met with some of them. I even interviewed a few of them. And I said, why Fairfield? Why Cafe Paradiso? You only have a hundred people there. And they said, we heard that the people who are there love the music. They're not just sitting there, you know, drinking or something. They're actually sitting there like listening to the music because they love the music. And we thought, well, we're going from Kansas city to Chicago. Let's, 
let's stop in that little place. We'll make enough money to keep paying for our gas and we'll get a real receptive crowd. And I said, well, I said, where were you talking when you said that? And he goes, well, we were in Brooklyn, New York, meeting with a bunch of people. And they said, where do you go in the Midwest? And a couple of other people who'd been in Fairfield said, you got to go to Cafe Paradiso and play there. And I thought, wow, isn't that interesting? Sitting in New York with a bunch of musicians, and they're talking about the place in Fairfield, Iowa, that you got to go, even though you might not make a ton of money, you got to play there because it's such a receptive crowd. And uh, you'll make enough for gas money and, and a little more, maybe. And I thought, isn't that, isn't that fabulous that we have that kind of reputation? So a lot of the towns we've been talking to, some of the housing's kind of tight. Is there housing available there in Fairfield? Uh, there is, but it's tight here also. But I think one of the things I was I liked is, you know, the, they have a Fairfield Media Center that broadcasts all the city council meetings. So you can go to fairfieldmediacenter.com and look up any of the city council meetings of Fairfield and know what your city council's doing. I like that. And yeah, they, they live stream it, by the way. And then what I like is that they had a whole meeting just about what are we going to do? And over the last six months or so, when some people were kind of thinking, oh, let, we're going to retract a little because of the pandemic, these guys were thinking, how do we provide good quality things that people would be proud of, but lower income housing? You know, some of these young people, they don't want to spend a lot of money on their housing, but they want someplace nice to, to be able to live. They're working a good job, but they don't want to spend all their money on housing. So what can we do? And they had some really uh, interesting uh, thinkers come in and present a few ideas. And now they're, they're proceeding with uh, three or four different projects to do just that. Some of them don't even need city money, but they need the city kind of support and a little bit of their uh, megaphone, if you will, to, to spread the idea and the word, maybe some uh, private investors. So it's uh, a lot of cooperation with our city council. We have our first female uh, mayor, uh, Connie Boyer, is doing a fabulous job, a great city council. You know, listen, I know there's problems in Fairfield. There's problems everywhere, you know, no matter where you go. And there's some people who are experts at what the problems are. But i got to tell you, for a blend of a healthy economy, a healthy place to live for yourself and your family, great, you know, like I didn't even say, but the agriculture here is fabulous. The farmers here, the farmers market's exciting. You know, we got a really good blend, a balance of a community here. And that university, I know it's a little different for some people, but they're doing some amazing things. And uh, I just was talked to by some kid who's from another country he came there and he goes i love it here so much my wife and i are going to stay here and raise our family we'd love to be a part of this community and i thought oh we'd love to have you as part of our community this community has a history from its earliest days of being a huge melting pot of a lot of different people if you look historically in our town there's a, 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 a district called Frenchtown. There's a place called Swedesville, not too far from here. Mm -hmm. Germanville. There's all these different places that are part of uh, these communities. They all spoke, spoke different languages at the time, but they all eventually learned English and were part of what made this place so such an interesting town. Still is. A lot of people come through Fairfield and say, Wow, how did you get this town to be so vibrant? 
you get different ideas, you get different people, and you get them all working together. And that's to me what America's all about. So uh, I've heard a, a great deal of talk about the trail system that they have there in Fairfield. Oh yeah, fabulous! I took my tricycle and and have gone on a, a number of different places. I I can't I don't have strong enough legs to get the some of the bigger hilly places. My wife likes to walk those places, but but I have gone on more of the straighter parts, and I've probably been to. Uh, many of the different places around town, we have an extensive trail system, uh, Jefferson County trail system. Um, so that was something that came about a long time ago when they were thinking about it. And everybody goes, we don't need a trail system in you know Fairfield, but well, it's now become um, yeah, something the know, city's one, known for. What's that? Something the city's well known for. Oh yeah, it's 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 almost 16 miles long, so it's a loop trail, and it's uh, they keep on adding different prairie. Like this Nady Prairie was just opened to the public on June of 2021, just west of Pleasant Lake, uh, and it's uh, and you can get at it from the loop trail and see see some uh, basically uh, amazing recreated prairie right through there so you, they've got nice bridges going over water places and so on great place to run walk take it easy go out you can go for picnics and places and so on and, uh, so uh, jefferson county parks right on the edge of town but this the city yeah. has so many wonderful parks and uh, yeah, a lot of great fishing there's a lot of great fishing in the city of fairfield there's all kinds of places oh, absolutely great fishing i i I did a lot of bass fishing myself, and you can do that. They even stocked one of the uh, places at the at the Jefferson County Park with trout. I didn't, I didn't even know that until last year. Yeah, my brother <laughs> goes out there all the time and catches uh, trout. Yeah, that's just amazing, you know. But it's nice. It's beautiful to walk even in the winter in the snow. Some of the places are really, really nice. And there's cabins so, uh, you can rent at you, the And Jefferson by the way, County. you can learn more about those trails at jeffersoncountytrails.org, just, just as a – a little hit for people who are, are internet oriented. Well, Dick, you've been a, a a man not about just about town, but a man about the world. You you traveled a lot of places, but could you tell our listeners about how beautiful the sunsets and sunrises are in Southeast Iowa? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I can tell you that I don't. I don't. I think I, I'll let's put it this way. My kids are living in California and in Denver, Colorado and on the East coast, some real pretty areas. And when they come home, they all say, oh, I miss the skies of Iowa. It's just, there's nothing like it, dad, because it's not all lit up with people. You know, you can actually see a beautiful sunset. You can actually see uh, the sunrise and you can see the stars at night. Well, sometimes we have a fire pit in the back and sometimes we're out there and the kids look up and go, dad, this is just amazing. I can just stay here forever. I always think of this place because sometimes you can be at that fire pit and look up at the stars and think who was here a thousand years ago or 2000 years ago. They're looking up at the same, pretty much same stars and maybe sitting by a fire drinking or smoking something, whatever they were doing. And probably thinking the same thing. Maybe they were speaking a different language, but they were sitting with their friends, playing some music, and just thinking big thoughts like you think like that. I know Where they're thinking they're go? thinking it's a little slice of heaven is what they're thinking. 
That's exactly right. And they're thinking the big same big thoughts that we're thinking. And that for me is thank God for this beautiful creation. And uh, and that's where that's where I live in Fairfield, Iowa. Well, our guest today was Dick DeAngelis. Uh, and what I would title this episode is Fairfield Through His Eyes. We pick out a different city in uh, Southeast Iowa each week, according to how many people are listening. And uh, due to a population explosion of uh, listeners in uh, Fairfield, Iowa, this week is Fairfield, Iowa. Thanks a lot, Dick. You got anything else you want to say before you wrap it up? No, just make sure to keep an open mind when you come to Fairfield, Iowa. You know, mine's like a parachute. doesn't work unless it's open. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, Dick. Thanks a bunch. See you later.